You are listening to the Thriving Empire podcast with Stephanie Holland, episode 11. Welcome to the Thriving Empire podcast, where it's all about stabilizing the roller coaster of starting up so that you can launch your ideas with more passion, purpose, and vision. I'm your host, strategist, traveler, and coconut macaroon addict, Stephanie Holland. So let's get started. Well, hello. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo andas? Me estoy emocionando. Nope, this is not a Spanish podcast. I'm just taking a quick break from studying Spanish and I missed it so much. But I think what has happened is that everything I studied like a mad hatter over the last three months has finally solidified in my mind. I've taken a two-week break and I've started speaking Spanish again while I'm here in Guatemala and it's actually better than it was two weeks ago. Now, I call this process percolation and I've started using it actually um, in all areas of my life, and it really helps this rapid progression in whatever you're studying or creating. So I use it especially when I'm stuck. I stop, I take a break. This is how I initially discovered it because I felt like this, you know, when I feel this resistance, when I'm pushing against something that just isn't happening, that isn't flowing, I just learned to start taking a step back and I took a rest. I, I went off and did something else, sometimes for an hour, sometimes for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, and then I picked it up again, whatever I was doing when I was ready. And I found that during this time of percolation, problems solve themselves. Podcast episodes get written when you have like writer's or creative blog. Sales funnels get mapped out when I let them percolate by themselves. And apparently my Spanish gets better too. It is so cool. I'm starting to realize that it works for everything. Now, just quickly before we progress into today's episode, I have a super cool announcement. I'm actually opening up four spots for brand new clients in March. Now, this is where I work with you one-on-one to launch your ideas into the world. And there are four reasons you might want to work with me. And then now these are my four areas of expertise that have evolved from working with my clients over the last five years. So you might want to be able to validate your idea confidently before you invest your precious time, energy, and money into them. You also might want to quickly and easily be able to make decisions at each turning point of your business as you grow, and you're not really good at making decisions right now. Now, you also might want to build a company that supports your goals for your life and your work. And you also might be someone who wants to live and work a thousand percent on your own terms, doing something you're really passionate about or really good at and something you really enjoy. And maybe you're not even sure what that is yet. So if you need us need help in any of these areas, just book a three 30 minute call with me to see if I'm the best person to help you. So just head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash do it to book that free call. Now, moving into this episode, I want to go back to talking about the break I had from Spanish because I took a break from Spanish. I went to visit my grandma in Florida. So I've left my beloved Mexico for the season. Some of you will know, having listened to the podcast, that I live in three countries a year. And so I just left Mexico for the season and I wanted to take some time out to decide where to live next. And I just sent that question out to the cosmos and what came back for me? Antigua, Guatemala. Now, this is how I make decisions. When ideas feel really good to me, they become my next steps. So that's really my intuitive decision-making process for my life. And now I'm here. I booked a flight. I arrived four days ago. 
actually five days ago, and I'm loving it. Now, there's a great tourist infrastructure here, which means that there are almond milk cortados, quinoa bowls, avocados everywhere, and a really, really good Wi-Fi connection. In fact, three bars better than it was in my hometown in Mexico. Now, this will help me work faster during the time that I'm here in fewer hours than in Mexico. So I'm actually really excited about that because if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, Having a freedom life for me is about making time for what matters most, which means less work and a lot more life. Because the more life you have, the more inspired and empowered you feel for your work, which I think is just amazing. Now, I wrote this episode in a tropical garden surrounded by birds chirping, freshly brewed green tea, and a very blue sky above me. Yes, a cafe with no roof, which I love. And George Michael playing in the background circa 1995. So I've really got my 90s groove on. I'm having a lot of flashbacks and nostalgic moments from my teenage years. Um, My country move is actually amazing timing for the next two episodes. And I promise you, I didn't plan this. Because the one question I get asked a lot is how do I move countries so easily? And specifically, how do I settle into a new rhythm so quickly? Because I do. I'm kind of famous for settling into new countries really quickly because within two to three days, I have a really lovely new rhythm for myself. I know exactly where to eat and shop. I have a few cafes that already know my name and remember my ridiculous coffee order, which is kind of a cross between a cortado and a flat white that I actually like to pour myself. So I order an espresso in a large cup and then separately I order uh, uh, two portions of almond milk, (laughs) which in many places seems really obscure and bizarre. But here they just, you know, they're just really cool with it. They're like, yep, right away, go sit down. I'll bring it to you. It's no drama. I love it. And I've already chosen a gym and I've been there twice. I've rented a house already. I moved in two days ago. So I moved into my house on day three of being here. And I also have a lovely just work-life balance pretty much immediately. Now, there are three things, all in equal importance, that really help me settle in fast. They're the kind of foundation of everything I've just mentioned. And they're also the three things I teach as part of the five areas that we're talking about in this section of the podcast, which is all about helping you create a thriving lifestyle. So the first of these three things is what I covered in last week's episode, and it's all about breathing. Okay, slowly, deeply, and purposefully. I make sure to sit down quietly several times a day, especially during the first few days and weeks of being here, and focus on my breath. So I do this first thing when I wake up, when I'm in bed, I focus on my breathing. I do this a couple of times during the day where I stop on a park bench or I sit on the pavement in a plaza and I just tune in and focus on my breathing. And then I'll do it before I go to bed. I tune in again to just focus on my breath. Now, I think this really helps me tune into the rhythm of the place. It helps me really calm calm down and ground after a long trip and changing time zones, changing climate and altitude. We're at 1200 meters here in Antigua, Guatemala, which is slightly higher than what I'm used to. So I'm a little bit more sleepy during the day. I'm a little bit slower. And so breathing, you know, stopping to really breathe and ground really helps me acclimate to the sights, smells and sounds of the town as well. And the next two are sleeping and eating really, really well for a body in a way that helps me thrive. So sleep is what we're talking about in this episode. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about eating because 
I think sleep is one of the keys to the universe. It's definitely the secret to thriving in your life and work. It's the secret to being more creative, more productive, more happy in your life in general. It's the secret to being more focused, more efficient, and more effective in your work. And it's the secret to being kinder and more compassionate in all of our relationships. So if you want to feel refreshed and revitalized and be able to show up for your life, work and relationships 1000%, then sleep is your ticket. Now, whenever I move country, I feel sleepy for about a week or even sometimes two or three, depending on the climate and the altitude and, you know, lots of different factors. But it's really a physical and emotional tiredness as well, because there are a lot of emotions coming up around leaving one home and finding a new one and settling into another, not to mention the stress of traveling through airports these days, which I I swear used to be a lot more fun and a lot more relaxing and glamorous, but just isn't anymore. Now on arrival in my new location, I sleep as much as I need to, to feel balanced again, no alarm clock. And I often go to bed as soon as it gets dark, which at the moment is about seven o'clock here, because if you're tired, you simply need more sleep. Now, if you feel tired, whether it's occasionally or consistently, do you ever consider your quality of sleep or your evening routine? Because I'll tell you right now, sugary snacks and caffeine in the afternoon and late night Netflix is not the answer to that. When we don't get enough sleep, we feel tired and emotionally frazzled. Kit Kats and coffee at 3 p.m. make it worse because when you get into insulin resistance territory, that's a whole other podcast show. But when we do get enough sleep, we can remember and learn more efficiently. We can solve problems more creatively. We make fewer mistakes. We have more ideas and better ideas. We can be more creative and we can show up kinder and more compassionate for the world. Now, those are the results that we want from our sleep. You want to be an idea machine and sleep can turn your idea machine on. Yes, sleep can turn on your idea machine and keep it fired up. So here uh, are my questions for you. Do you know the optimum amount of sleep for you? For me, I know it's eight hours, not five minutes more, not five minutes less. Do you know how to proportion your sleep throughout the day? For example, do you need to top up with a nap? Does that make you feel better? How easily do you fall asleep? If not easy, why? Do you feel physical discomfort in your bed? Do you feel pain while you're sleeping? Do you have a monkey mind that is just running and running with thoughts and ideas and worries and things um, while you're trying to fall asleep? Do you stay asleep all night? If not, why not? Do you feel restless? Do you have nightmares? Do you feel anxiety? Do you need an alarm clock to wake up? If yes, are you keeping regular hours and training yourself to sleep? And do you feel amazing when you wake up in the morning, refreshed, revitalized, and alert, and excited, and motivated, and disciplined? Sorry, motivated. Um, If not, why? Now, you need to answer, really figure out the answer to these questions yourself. To thine own self be true. True, said Shakespeare's Hamlet, which means take care of yourself first, which is really wise counsel. And part of taking really good care of yourself is getting to know yourself. And in this case, getting to know how to fall asleep easily, how to have a really good quality of sleep and how to feel refreshed, revitalized in the morning. And it's really the only way you can take extraordinary care of yourself is knowing how to take extraordinary care of yourself. And hopefully this, this podcast is slowly guiding you through all the different ways you can do that. 
And I refer to it as taking extraordinary care of myself because as we talked about in episode one, I am my most important business asset and so are you for your business. Now, sleep, uh, with regard to sleep, it was John Martini, who's a human behavior specialist, who taught me not to eat within four hours of sleeping. So that's one really important trick. Sleeping on a full stomach can inhibit our breathing because it puts pressure on the diaphragm and we need to be able to breathe deeply to fall asleep. And also you can't breathe deeply if you feel stressed or anxious. And we tend to breathe short and shallow when we feel stressed or anxious. And that's why episode, um, the last episode, episode 10, this is your superpower is so important because breathing is the key to sleeping and sleeping well turns on your idea machine. It's like a sacred relay. So here are a couple of things that I do that really help me get into a really good sleeping rhythm. One, I exercise. Now, your body loves to process mental stress physically, okay? It just does. So it needs to move every single day. Now, a couple of years ago, I stayed with a girlfriend and she witnessed me doing two 20-minute cardio workouts a day plus a full body stretch. And I've talked about the Amanda Bisque program that I've done lovingly for several years um, on the show before. And basically, this girlfriend said to me, well, you know, I think that's a bit excessive. But guess what? She's an insomniac and she suffers from severe anxiety and depression as well. Now, I've also mentioned that I, in the last few episodes, that I'm changing the way that I move now. So four years into doing this really great um, rhythmic routine, I've actually cut down on cardio. I've added strength training and qigong, and I still do the daily stretch. But I can't emphasize how important this, this is for overall health and well-being exercise, move your body every single day. And it really does need to be aligned with you, your body, your lifestyle, and what you love to do. Number two, I drink a ton of plain water. None of that vitamin water crap or coconut water stored in cardboard. I just put five or six grains of Himalayan crystal salt in my first glass, and then I'm set for the day. I then drink half of my body weight in ounces of water throughout the day. So I'm about 105 pounds, and I drink a minimum of 50 ounces of water a day. That's about a liter and a half. Now, the quantity I need depends on my climate, the humidity, the altitude. I have to play it by ear and and change it whenever I'm in a different country. And I even have a glass of water before bed because the brain rests better if it's hydrated because our brains are 75% water. So think of your brain as a baby whale and take really good care of it like you would a baby whale, you know, keep it bathed in water. Whales are so cute, but so are you, you're cute too. And yes, of course I get up to pee in the middle of the night, but because it's a functional awakeness, I then fall asleep immediately again, as soon as my head hits the pillow. Number three, I wash my feet in freezing cold water. Now, this is a fabulous Kundalini trick. Our amazing beloved feet carry us around all day and we squeeze them into shoes and we squish our toes together. And yet they are the least cared for, for the, you know, cared for of our body parts. But there are 75,000 nerve endings in our feet 
alone. So if you have happy feet, relaxed and stretched um, stretched feet and uh, yeah, relaxed and happy toes. I actually wrote an article many years ago called <laughs> Happy Feet, like the film about the penguin. But basically when you have happy feet, you have a happy nervous system and a happy nervous system promotes good sleep and freezing cold water stimulates all 75,000 nerve endings. So do that before bed. I tell you what, it's game changing. Number four, I massage my scalp just a little bit, nothing dramatic, just for 30 seconds or so. Now, you could also brush your hair to massage your scalp, but if I did that with curly hair, I would look like Diana Ross on a bad hair day. Now, listen though, but lots of energy gets stored in not just our scalp, but also our hair. So to get rid of the day's energy, you can massage your scalp, brush your hair, and then you can lie down to rest with a clean slate. Number five, sometimes I do a thought download. So just to, this is just a brainstorm or a brain dump of the sort of rogue thoughts running around my mind. And I do this especially if I feel irritated or angry about something uh, because then I know I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to stew instead. So I get it all out onto paper. I examine it. I manage my mind. I manage my thoughts around it. And it really helps me clean my mental slate. So even a five-minute brain dump before bed can clear up a lot of negativity and stress so that you sleep um, more peacefully instead of lie awake stewing about something that happened during the day or during the week or something that you're worried about that's happening tomorrow or in a few weeks' time. This is so worth it, this step five. Number six. Now, this is probably the most critical for most people, and that is getting into a good quality bed with a great mattress for you. Now, if a bed is too hard or soft, I can't sleep. And your mattress is so important. So ask yourself, how do you feel in your bed? Are your pillows good? Do you love your pillows? Do you feel super comfortable? And does your body feel rested or sore in the mornings? Number seven, if I'm still awake after five minutes, I turn onto my right side, I block my right nostril with my right thumb, and I breathe through my left nostril. I talked about this in the last episode, episode 10, left nostril breathing is really calming. So generally focusing on a slow, deep inhale and exhale will help you to relax. And number eight, if I really still can't sleep, I don't stress about it. I just think to myself... I can't sleep right now and that's okay. And then I turn on the lights and I read until I can't keep my eyes open and that usually does the trick. So don't stress about not being able to sleep. That just doubles the stress you're already feeling and makes insomnia worse. Now, many of you have a morning routine which primes you for maximum energy, productivity, and creativity. And likewise, you could benefit from an evening routine, something like this or something different, whatever you prefer, that really primes you to transition from your free time in the evening to being able to fall into a very restful, peaceful, recharging, revitalizing sleep. And don't forget, of course, about napping. Now, this is really funny, but I actually used to take a pillow to work and then nap in the park at lunchtime. This is when I used to work in Sydney. And in one office in London, actually, it was at Huffington Post, I actually napped in a supply closet. <laughs> it was really funny. The caretaker was really cool about it. And my boss, who was just such an awesome dude, he knew exactly what where I was. So he wasn't worried about where I was or anything. And he knew exactly how to find me when there was a meeting <laughs> I needed to go to. You could be totally creative about where and how you nap. Now, if companies like Google and Huffington Post, who are committed to innovation and productivity, if they are investing in state-of-the-art sleep pods and quiet rooms for their employees, there must be something in this napping business. The nap is an institution. 
says um, Sarah McKay in her TED Talk. And I'll put the link to that uh, TED Talk in the show notes because it's really, really good. You should totally listen to it. But she tells of a sleep science group at Harvard, um, which which taught test groups to navigate their way around a 3D maze. And later on, the group that had a nap afterwards had a better social memory of the maze, maze than the group that didn't. And they found their way through more quickly and made fewer mistakes, as if to suggest that the nap had somehow integrated this new information in their brain more easily. Which brings us back to the beginning of the episode where I said I like to percolate on things and how now my Spanish is actually better than it was before because I took a rest from studying Spanish. That somehow after a rest or a break, um, it enables new learnings and ideas to solidify in our minds. Now, isn't that amazing? So growing your business really can be more efficient and effective if you rest and sleep better. So indulge your neurobiology, says Sarah McKay, and I absolutely agree. Why resist the call of our wild primal urge when it can help us to show up so much more creatively and productively? Why sacrifice yet another powerful, inbuilt, free, yet priceless tool that we're born with? But don't take it from me from me or Sarah. Take it from a creative professional. This creative professional is called Salvador Dali. Now he's rumored to have held a spoon while briefly napping in a chair so that the noise of the falling object would wake him before he fell into a deep sleep. And he would then write his notes and draw the images of what he'd seen immediately after these naps. And we've all seen what curious and very lucrative imaginings came out of his mind, his brain. So that, my beautiful friend, is how to turn on your idea machine. So go turn it on right now. Napping and sleeping. Why argue with nature? indulge your neurobiology. And it's also exactly how I'm settling into my new home, my new city, my new country, my new altitude and climate. I'm sleeping my way to feeling grounded and settled in my new home. So if you have the podcast study pack or the Freedom Philosophy study pack, they're pretty much the same thing, you can dive into Worksheet 2.4 where I guide you through seven days of awareness to your sleep and creating your evening routine. Now, actually, one of my first clients from the Freedom Philosophy classes said it was game-changing to think about an evening routine and how simple it was and how it helped him with anxiety and insomnia in a very simple way. And, and it seemed to him to be the perfect bookend to a day begun with an energizing morning routine. But don't worry, if you don't have the study pack yet, you can grab, um, grab the podcast pack by heading over to the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash 11 and using the code podcast, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T podcast at checkout for 50% off. You're going to get the digital copy of the book, The Freedom Philosophy, and the workbook with a worksheet for each podcast episode in this series. You'll also get the audiobooks you can listen on the go and a ton of other resources, templates, and video lessons that I don't share anywhere else, like a breathwork video series that I made just for you guys that we talked about last episode. And also don't forget to head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash do it to book your free 30-minute session with me to see if I'm the best person to help you launch your ideas. So sweet dreams and nourishing naps to you, my friends, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.